This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The FIFA World Cup Russia. Here's Iniesta, he can win it, he has won it, Iniesta has won the World Cup. Argentina coming forward, and it is Messi, Messi still going, it's the post and it's in, he's done it. This is your World Cup station. All the goals, all the reaction, all the analysis. The FIFA World Cup starts Thursday the 14th of June on BBC Radio 5 Live. 5 Live at the World Cup. Well, this really is what it's all about. Yes, indeed. The World Cup kicks off two weeks tomorrow in Russia. England uh, prepared to take on Belgium, Tunisia and Panama if they get past the group stage, maybe a few more. Everton goalie Jordan Pickford said the team's been practising penalties, but that's not the only thing players have been preparing for. Manchester United's Ashley Young says they've talked about what will happen if they experience racism in Russia. You know, I think it's one of them that uh, hopefully FIFA, UEFA will, um, if, if anything's to come about, then, you know, they'll be able to, to deal with it. You know, whether it's, it's going to happen, whether you're on the pitch, I'm not sure how you, you react to it. When we have talked about it in the, the squad and um, in what to do and, uh, and what not to do. Well, responding to those comments, the head of anti-discrimination organisation Kick It Out, Lord Oosley, told Five Live there should be immediate action should players experience racism. There's a protocol. If they're being abused, it should be dealt with by the referee. Referee should should report it to the administration in the, in the facilities which is being played, and it should be dealt with. Uh, there is no question of players walking off, but if they're going to walk off, it has to be a collective thing. Well, what about the fans? The organisation Football Against Racism in Europe has released a report today about racism in Russia, along with a diversity guide for fans, plus support and advice. Uh, Pavel Klimenko is the Eastern European expert for FAIR and worked on the report. Joins us now. Pavel, hello. Uh, hello. Good, um, evening. good evening. It is a, a problem in Russian football. I don't think there's any getting away uh, from that. Uh, just how bad is it? Well, the things have changed for the better in the last few years in terms of the regulation. Uh, but we have noted in our report um, a sharp increase in the number of racist chants and, and homophobic displays this season. Uh, so despite the, there's fewer banners with neo-Nazi symbols and discriminatory managers, uh, messages being brought into the stadiums, the fans are still largely targeting black and ethnic minority players with, with racist jibes. 
Yeah, and uh, in, the Russian authorities were fined £22,000 recently because uh, monkey chants were made against Paul Pogba in a match against France in March, which is disgraceful stuff. And uh, I guess many supporters going out there, particularly for those uh, from uh, black and minority ethnic backgrounds, will be worried about being targeted themselves. Yes, the the World Cup presents um, somewhat a different environment. The more the more festive and uh, the less of the problems you see in the in the normal life. But of course, uh, the black and ethnic minority fans traveling to Russia should be aware of the dangers there are, um, especially of the homophobic environment and the, the the dangers they might be facing if openly displaying their their sexual orientation. So, we have produced a guide uh, to diversity in Russia. Uh, providing some safety advice, do's and don'ts, uh, mm. where to go in, in every house city. Pretty, pretty uh, um, what's distasteful if a supporter has to disguise uh, their sexual orientation just to go and watch a football match, but even more difficult to disguise the colour of, of your skin. So what kind of advice have you, have you given the fans, Pavel? Absolutely. Um, the, the type of advice we're giving is to what what areas of the, of the house cities to avoid... Uh, uh, where the incidents have been happening previously, uh, we're also advising on a more welcoming spaces in in the in the house cities. Uh, we're warning fans that uh, racial profiling by the police on on the metro in in Mad Moscow and Saint Petersburg is still a big issue. So if they're uh, you know if they're having a beard or or looking especially Central Asian, then they they're more likely to be stopped by the police. So we're providing some some legal advice as well how to act in this in these circumstances. They're more likely to be what by the police, did you say, Pavel? By stopped and... Uh, stopped and searched yeah, or whatever. stopped and searched, yes. Okay, so. I mean, are some... I, I appreciate you probably don't want to single places out, but are some places less tolerant than others within Russia? Yes, absolutely. If, if we talk about the, 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 the World Cup host cities, we've got... Um, Places that haven't been um, welcoming many tourists in, uh, throughout history, and some of them were even closed cities where before 1999 foreigners were not allowed to uh, to even enter. Uh, so, in, in some of the smaller cities, you would you would find people who might have not uh, met a single black person in their lifetime. So, there there might be some anxiety or, or you know curiosity generally towards uh, black and ethnic minority people in the cities. Well, joining the discussion now, thank you, Pavel, is Billy Grant, a Brentford and England supporter who's also a podcaster and blogger, and Ivan Kalashnikov, who's a Russian journalist and deputy editor of sports.ru. Thank you very much for being with us. Um, Billy, when you hear that, that there are, you know, certain arts and parts that matches are going to be played at that that might not have seen many foreigners, if any at all, um, are, are you kind of, does that make you nervous? Uh, it does make me nervous. I mean, I've been everywhere around the world. It's my 13th tournament with England now as well. And part of the whole thing is that, you know, you open yourself up. I've been to places where, no, they haven't seen a black person or very many black people. It's it's not about that because at the end of the day, I'm not saying that I'm an education figure. But when I go to football matches, I go there to not only sort of watch the football, but also see different parts of the world and meet different people. Mm. And lots of people are very welcoming to you and you and, and, and you, you meet new cultures and you have a, a good laugh. And that's what we do for every tournament. We don't necessarily go to the places you're meant to go to. We look out for the places, you know, which are a little bit off the beaten track. And we always have a, a good relationship. I know people from all around the world from tournaments that I've been to. Russia is a bit worrying. Whatever people may say, I mean, Pavel just turned around and he said to us that Russia has got its problems. If the, the problem, part of the problem I have with Russia is that a lot of the officials there try to make out there isn't a problem. 
if you actually say that there is a problem, then it could be solved. But when they try and make out there isn't a problem, oh, we didn't have any racism when there's some monkey charting or, you know, our, our fans aren't violent when they've been kicking people around the streets, then you sort of think, actually, how is this going to be solved? Mm. Uh, like I said to you, I was a bit nervous about going to Russia. I was going to go to Russia in 2007 with England and uh, I was working for a client, a Russian client, and I asked him, I said, look, I want to go to Russia. I've got the flight booked, I've got the hotel booked. And he said, I don't think you should go. It's not a very good idea. And uh, the Russians did have a bit of a field day with the England fans and me being a black England fan, I'm even a little bit more nervous. Time has moved on a little bit. You know, time has moved on. They didn't, they didn't show themselves in a great light in Marseille. But then also the other thing is that I was very nervous of going to the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't want to go because Ukraine has got similar type problems. But when I went to Ukraine, it was like Disneyland. And it's almost like they have sort of swept the streets of all this nastiness for, for a month or so. They can get on with it afterwards. But it's almost like somebody said to them, don't mess around for a month. Now, that doesn't dispel the fact that the country has problems. And it needs to be dealt with by FIFA, by UEFA, all these people. But, you know, I'm going to Russia with an open mind. And I'm going to be very, very, very cautious about what I do. I take in mind the, the information that's just been given about going to the right places. It shouldn't be like that when you go to a tournament. When it was, Japan wasn't like that. You know, South Africa wasn't like that. Why should Russia be like you go to the right places and the police are profiling and all this stuff? It should not be like that. But however... If you're streetwise, you go out there. Um, I believe that I'll still go to Russia and have a good time, but I'm still very mindly of the fact that Russia has massive, massive problems. Ivan, listening to what Billy has to say there, do you think that's fair enough? I mean, what are your thoughts as somebody who lives and works there? Uh, good evening. Yeah, I pretty much agree with what Billy just said because there's a difference between um, Russians' officials' behaviour and something uh, what they want, the committees, the people who speak on behalf of Russian football and Russian fans, how they want to, um, first and foremost, deny everything they've been accused of. That's that's really what we have to deal with. And for Russian fans and for a Russian journalist, is just as um, irritating as for those people who say there is a problem in Russia, but no one's uh, confirming it, no one's stepping up and admitting it. So that is the thing that we have to somehow to, to get through. But at the same time, uh, with the ordinary people of Russia, the um, hospitality of ordinary people. I very much expect it to, to be pre- present during the whole tournament in all cities. So basically the regular fans who are going to visit to watch games and visit some places, I think will be greeted and treated very fairly, no different from any other parts of the world. But Still, it's, um, it's good to follow the, the rules and the advices which are stated at this website, that, which was mentioned earlier, the uh, Diversity Guide uh, 2018. Uh, it's just good. I mean, you have to know some, I don't know, you have to be streetwise and just follow your general safety rules. But, I- I- but Ivan, Ivan yeah. you shouldn't really have to be, should you? You shouldn't have to go to a host World Cup nation and worry about the colour of your skin or whether you're gay or or otherwise. I'm just a bit interested. How will the authorities stop racism? No, you don't, how, how you, will- don't, you don't have to worry about this, definitely. You don't have to worry about this. You just have to know that something uh, during the World Cup uh, it's better to do 
some activities or you gonna do in any other country no. rather than do it. You shouldn't go to the certain areas yeah, sure. while you're in Johannesburg at the previous at the World Cup 2010. You shouldn't go to favelas when you're in Brazil in 2014. The same thing. You shouldn't probably uh, try to speak to Russian people or especially to Russian authorities about your rights which are somehow suppressed or No, I, I understand all that Ivan, Ivan, just one sec is, Yeah, hang on one sec but, Well, go on, Billy you make your point first then go on, what's your well, point? Well, no, it's just interesting because I hear your points about Johannesburg and I hear your points about well, I'm not being funny I went to everywhere I've been to Johannesburg and I've been everywhere I've been to, you know into the Soweto I've been to all the places in Johannesburg I've not had a problem okay, you know um, all in certain tournaments I've been to places where I have felt I have felt safe Um, so for me to go to you to say to go to go to Russia you shouldn't be going here and you shouldn't be going there I understand that but I understand that but I don't understand that because that's not how it should be and that's not how a, a tournament should be welcoming in the world you can come to our country as long as you don't go to that place if you're black you shouldn't go here I'm not being funny but that's that's not right as a football fan every I've been to 12 tournaments now and it has not even been, been a problem it yeah, has but, not been a problem but Billy look at Celtic Rangers You know that you wouldn't go if you were a Glasgow if if you're a Rangers fan you wouldn't go into a Celtic area in the hours before a derby would you I would I, well I wouldn't but I'm not being funny I mean if I took my scarf off and I and, I, and I've just worn a neutral shirt I walked into that end and no one know that, no that, well I that's am. the point I, I want to street in Russia everyone will know that I'm black I can't yeah. hide that that's the point Very I want, true. that's the point I want to make to Ivan uh, Ivan it's one thing to say to people like Billy don't go here don't go there anyone who's been abroad is told that about various places Billy can choose to go or otherwise but he wants to go to a football stadium and in too many football stadiums around Russia black fans are being called monkeys and having chants labeled at them And the, the, the question I want to know is how can the authorities make sure that no racists get into these football games? No, definitely not the fans. It's players who were abused. and it, No, it's the, the fans who do the abusing, but that's the point. The same yeah. fans could be going to these World Cup games, couldn't they? Yes, I think there's a, a certain thing in Russian football culture where abusing uh, players uh, because of the colour of their skin or... Other is is still seen among certain fans as the way to you know to heat up the opposition, try to provoke them. This is bad, obviously. This has to be dealt with. But I'm pretty sure that this sure. isn't uh, replicated on okay. the ordinary level. Is is not what, uh, for example, the people in uh, any city in Moscow or in any city in Russia would say to Billy to his face while welcoming him in Russia uh, during the World Cup. Definitely I would, not. I would say that's not true again. And that's not really funny. It's, it's easy for them to monkey chant at people on the pitch because they're there. Yeah. I'm not yeah, of you, haven't got any black, you haven't got any black people in the stadium. So they, they can't pick on them. So what happens is that what's going to happen when they come to this country? What Listen, if somebody has got a mentality of monkey chanting somebody if he's black on the pitch, that person's got the mentality to do the same thing if they see them face to face. This is the problem. You guys mustn't deny this. We have lived, I've lived through this for years, so I understand it. You obviously don't understand it. You're trying to paint this picture. 
please don't try and tell me, right, what's going on, because I know what's going on in these people's heads. What you need to do is you need to take three steps back and try and fix it and make it better for us. What is going to happen to these people? Are you going to lock them up for five years or ten years? Have you got, have you got a plan? So they're going to think, actually, tell you something, I'm not going to do this, because all if I hear you just saying to me, it's not going to happen to you, uh, that doesn't, that's, the game's gone. It doesn't make me feel good, okay? At the end of the day, I've said to you, I'm coming to your country. I'm coming to spend money in your country. And it is your job to make me feel comfortable. So when I go back, I say, tell you what, it was actually not bad over there. It, it was all right. Tell you something, the fans treat me really well. The p- people treat me really well. And you need to make that happen. Because if you don't, everyone's going to go back and they're going to be bad mouth in your country. And that's the last thing you want from a World Cup. You found- uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, it's not. Uh, it's uh, I can't say the you know the verbal argument yeah, that you uh, will have some problems because I think that you won't, and I think you will have the same impression that you had in Ukraine in 2012 that you were you had the reservations and doubts going there, but you went and everything went well. So I'm pretty much sure that this is going to be replicated in Russia because uh, the problems that are, again, as I said, the uh, the offensive stuff which is going on sometimes in the Russian stadiums during football games, uh, much more restrained uh, and constricted within football culture and don't go out on the uh, everyday people's communication, even communication with foreigners and the people who were never seen before in some cities. So I, I, like I, this. Billy, I just... Billy, Billy, just... question I've got to ask. Actually, let me just yeah. ask you, because the, the word was on the street um, from the people who are out there in the Ukraine, because I went to a friend who's been to every single Arsenal Champions League game. He's been to Ukraine probably about three times, and he said it's been properly, properly, properly moody over there. And so he only did a day trip. But when he flew over, I was over there for a few days. And he went, Corp, this is nothing like it when I come in for an Arsenal game. And he realised it had been toned down. Now, the word on the street was the authorities, like the top, top people in Ukraine, had picked up all these crews, all these ultras, all these gangs. And they said to him, you're not going to cause any trouble. Because if you cause any trouble, you're going to be in serious trouble. The rumour is the same thing has now happened in Russia, where they, they know all these Absolutely. people. Absolutely. I, I can uh, confirm that it's, that's what's uh, going around. Because... Russia really concerned about the image of the country during the big event uh, when all the eyes over the world is going to be on Russia, just like it was with the Olympics uh, a few years ago. And of course, of course, the Russian police will be kind of trained and instructed to uh, prevent any incidents. But yeah, well... I hope that works. Billy, Billy, I just want to ask Billy. I just want to ask you a question, Billy. Um, yeah. it, it will be easy now to sit back, as many people have to know over the past couple of years, and said, "Why has Russia even got the competition if the fans behave like this?" But is there a yeah. wider picture here that people of all colours, of all nations, of all sexuality will go to Russia for the World Cup, and it could begin a process of education? Do you see the merit in that? Uh, to a certain extent, yes. Uh, I mean, I'll go to Russia and if I come back, I'll say, well, it's great. But I know there's an inherent problem in Russia. I still know that club matches, they still have got this racism problem. They've still got this hooliganism problem. I was there in Marseille. If you look at Besotted.com, you look at our videos on there, they're all over there with the Russians chasing people. There is a problem. And if they're not seen to fix it, 
They may think we'll come running back next year, but we won't go running back. It's like we went to the World Cup, we dipped in and out, we had a bit of a laugh, but we won't do. If Russia is seen to embrace and want to change and the, their, their football fans aren't seen as stuck in the 70s, because that's the, that's the view, is they're stuck in the 70s. If you want to come at least into the 90s or maybe into the 2000s if you really want to, then we think, actually, we'll, we'll, we, can, we can play with that. But hasn't even England Russia. been on a journey, Billy, as well? Is it, I, I totally get what you're saying, but it's, it, it might be just a bit slower to happen in Russia. It's, it's, well, it was bad it with is. us here too. No, it was bad, you know, and we have moved on. And the thing about it is, yes, we have been on a journey. Well, not if you look at what happened in Amsterdam. Billy, not if you look at what happened in Amsterdam. Again, I wasn't there personally in Amsterdam. No, and the reports and, are and clear the to see. Yes, and, but the thing is that there were, as we say, there are characters who go over that. To be honest, if you don't even follow England, Amsterdam is like, you know, you can jump on a train for 50p, go over to Amsterdam, sleep rough for the night, and you've got all sorts of characters who have never been to a game before. They're over there and jumping on the ship. Interestingly, you won't see any of those characters in Russia, or they don't go to Japan, or they don't go to Kazakhstan, or they go to South Africa, because as you get further away, characters who just want to jump on for the ride aren't necessarily there. But you so don't, what I'm saying but you, is that we... You don't want those characters, and that's what Ivan's saying about Russia. Those characters are being kicked out of the way for the World Cup, the Russian characters. They, well, they have, but unfortunately, they've been kicked out of the way, but they only live 10, 10 minutes down the road. So if they wanted to pop out at any minute and create a bit of a disturbance, they may or may not do it. We'll see. Listen, I'm open. As I said to you, I'm going. There's a lot of people that are going. There's 1,500, of, you know, only 1,500, 200 England fans going to each game. So there's not mm. very many of us going, but the ones that are going there are still going with an open mind for Russia to go, come on, Russia, show us. Show us. Show us what you've got. Show us that you're not like this. I'm, I'm staying, when I'm staying in Kaliningrad, we've got a host and she's brilliant. She's going to sort us out places to go, bars to go to. We're going to get all the local culture and it's going to be, we're going to have a right laugh in there, I could tell you, because we're not going to go to any of the places that everyone's going to go to. We're going to be treated right. We're going to treat our, our locals right, because that's what we do. And that's what the World Cup is all about. But let's just hope that these random characters, we don't run into them and they don't spoil our day and they don't spoil the tournament. And let's just keep our fingers crossed. Pavel, very briefly, what, what are your predictions for what's going to happen? Do you think it's going to be peaceful? Well, generally, the, I, I would agree with Ivan, um, you know, regarding the fact that Russian authorities and the law enforcement have, have been telling the, the, the known troublemakers to stay away from the World Cup, which doesn't mean, you know, it will improve the situation in Russia in general anyhow after the, the World Cup is over. But I'm, I'm pretty sure many of the fans that will come to Russia with an open mind find a lot of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you very much, Pavel. Thank you to you, Billy. Thanks to you. Have a safe trip, Ivan, as well. That's it from Drive today. Thank you, Sarah. We were going to have a sing-off between Daffy Duck and Sylvester the Cat, but sadly, we've run out of time. So all I can offer you is chappers instead. (laughs) Thank goodness for that. Uh, Mo Salah will be fit for the World Cup. John Terry has left Aston Villa. David Wagner has signed a new deal at Huddersfield. And Ashley Young and Deli Ali like each other. They're the main football stories of the day. Dion Dublin and Pat Nevin are with me to discuss them on tonight's Five Live Sport. From 8.30, we'll take a special look at one of Flat Racing's greatest trainers, Aidan O'Brien. And then there's a bespoke focusing on Chris Froome from 9.30. Text us 85058 or you can tweet at 5 Live Sport. First for news and the best live sport. This is BBC Five Live. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, 
we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.